Thank you for uh, tuning in to the second episode of Two Wheel One Way, where you have Goose, T-Rex, Flash, and a good old Maverick. Um, today we're going to talk a little bit about some recap that we talked about last episode, uh, some of the comments, positive comments we actually got, and just a little bit about the uh, motorcycles and how every, not everyone's got into them, but our special guest, uh, Flash. You. So. You. When it when it comes to motorcycles, what uh what got you into it? Well, when my dad was a deputy sheriff back in nineteen in the fifties and sixties, he'd go out on these accident calls and find these motorcycles in the ditch with their heads turned around backwards. <laughs> I had three other brothers. There's four of us boys. My dad come home and told us, "Don't you ever have anything to do with motorcycles." Period. Well, that just made me curious. <laughs> <laughs> Is that real? Yes. Oh wow! Exactly true. So what? Uh, what'd your dad think when you uh, when you came home with that first motorcycle? Uh, I was in the service. I was in Fort Riley, Kansas, and I bought a motorcycle, and then I rode it. Well, I got it. Well, it was a two fifty Harley Sprint, and I had a choice between that and a five hundred CC Triumph that was in pretty rough shape. So I got the. The Harley Sprint was in good shape. We're two blocks down the road, realized that some bitch wasn't big enough for me. <laughs> I made a mistake. So then I went back and out there was a guy in the, in the, in the service there around me, and he, I'd see him at the lake and stuff. We'd go to the lake once a week or every once, a couple of times a month, swim and stuff, had a good time. And there's a big old 650 trunk, really nice looking, sounded good. So when he come up and I seen it for sale, so I sold my 250 Sprint to one of the guys in in, in my uh, barracks that was interested in it. So, yeah. So I got that 650, and then come September, it was getting cold. Mom and Ed didn't know anything about this yet. Uh oh. So then we rode it 650 miles home. And he, this other guy had a 350 Sprint, Harley Sprint. And man, you go 50 miles, your head's numb. Dang. And it shook and everything. So I felt guilty and I felt bad. So I swapped with them every 50 miles. Because my Triumph rode a hell of a Sprint. <laughs> a little fucking 350 Sprint. Yeah. Well, we got all couple, several hundred miles down the road. We had 650 miles to go. So. About 400 miles down, and fuck that shit, I'm riding my truck. <laughs> the hell with I, this guy. Three fucking three sprint at eight months. So he got mad and shit at He got mad at him. Fuck you, buddy. Yeah. So I rode mine on the rest of the way home. It was comfortable. So his hands hurt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. We didn't vibrate her like hell. Anyway, so we stayed and kept my motorcycle and his motorcycle at my friend's house during the winter. And because uh, we were getting, I was getting out in January, so I was going to be able to get that motorcycle. I'm living with mom and I'm going to start living with mom and dad until I get on my feet after I get out three years in the army. So, dad took him a year and a half. He found out that I owned a motorcycle, and he was really upset about it, but never said one word to me. I was all to your mom. My mother, yeah, he was all to my mom about it. Mother 
Her dad had a Harley sidecar in the wintertime, had it for several years, and he only lived like blocks from downtown in the post So he could ride back and forth to work. Well, that's all I had for transportation for two or three years. So then, uh, so, and, and her brother, when he got out of the Navy, he uh, had a Harley, and then his, her, her uncle, her sister's husband, had a motorcycle. So, motorcycle was no problem with my mother. Uh -huh. Dad didn't want to have a problem. So then I raced for the year and a half. Well, they, that was a year and a half before they found out I had a motorcycle. Yeah. We were going up to Angola to my oldest brother one time. And uh, we got within 30 miles. We on the other side of And after Dad said, Fred had Fred the second. He said, he still got that motorcycle. I told him to sell that thing, and he still got it. So he would go and turn around in the media. He was okay. ready. He was slowing down, ready to turn around. He was definitely, he'd done that so many times. And, uh, He's an authority. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, hey, I just come back from Korea 13 months over there. I said, hey, I haven't seen my brother in 13 months. I said, oh, we're 30 miles. Just going up there. Don't know me turn around. I don't see my brother. So we went on up. Well, anyway, I knew that's how Dad was really pissed off about, about motorcycles. He didn't like them at all. So then I raced for ten for a year and a half before he found out about that. You raced for how long? For ten years. I raced for five years. Five years. Okay. And what bike were you on when you raced? I was 750 Triumph. 750 yeah. Triumph. Okay. On half mile tracks, mainly Ohio, Indiana, <laughs> Illinois, Kentucky, Michigan, Wisconsin. Were most of those guys on Triumphs? No, most of them were all Harleys. Really? Yeah, 750, 750cc bikes. So on those on those 750s, are they are they smaller than what we would consider a Sportster now? Yeah. yeah. Smaller. Yeah, for their 1200s. Well, I'm talking about frame-wise. Frame-wise? Yeah. Oh, they're special frame, man. Are they? Yeah, man. They have to weigh 319 pounds. They weigh less than that. They don't. They're just, if they want or come in first or second or third, if they, if they, they grab some off, off the finish line and take them over here and maybe have them tear it down. They might just weigh them. They might look at this, might look at that. They really? Pull the top end off. They want to see your carburetor. You got to start tearing that stuff apart. Right there at the track. Yeah. So that you makes sense. Usually these four of them. One, two, three, and maybe the fourth place right. They got to tear the shit down a lot of times. Not all the time, but most of the time, they just fucking tear you down. Check your CC and make sure you're legal and all yeah. that. So, so back then, what what money look like? What'd your payouts look like back then? Like if you got first or second or third? When I raced, or when they're racing, after see, I then I helped out for ten years. Well, when you were actually yeah. racing, when I was actually racing, hell, I don't remember. I never made too much money when I was racing. I raced, I raced Santa Fe, Chicago Speedway. I was talking to some guys last weekend. That knew that lived in Hindale, Illinois, man. Right. Really? Yeah, at 294 and uh, Wolf Road, baby. Wolf Road. You get off Wolf Road here, there's a Santa Fe Speedway. That is awesome. Every Wednesday night. Every night. And I always made money. Always had enough money to get gas on the way home. And then. We're going to readjust you. Yeah. Uh, 
So they ran three quarters, they went three eighths of a mile once a month, but they ran a quarter mile every Wednesday night. And I would go up there on Wednesday afternoon shift. I'd take off and go up there and race my motorcycle and come back home with a little bit of money. That is and, awesome. And go to work the next day. Yeah, I go to work the next day. I go to work like two o'clock. So fuck, I had all night. I just take that evening off. I take that rest. Of, I take that day off or something, you know, or part of that day vacation yeah. time. Had good good benefits. That's awesome. Can't go wrong with benefits. Anyway, I did fairly well running up against a Harley all the time. Just, just sponsors? I did not have very much. I had somebody help me with my motor. He built my motor and maintained it during the wintertime. I maintained it all summer long. Uh, we had a special fit in there. It was a heavy crank, had a special, we had the porch uh, rock tops on top that they flex. They, 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 they had uh, rotation thing on them. So I, when you make a bow adjustment, then, then it was easy to your correct. Whereas if they didn't have a little rotation thing that allowed it to rotate, it just, it wouldn't be accurate. Uh, really? Yeah. Because, so, it, because it kind of hit at an angle, it, it hit that rod at an angle. So you're, Whereas this thing stayed right on top of it the whole time. Huh. That makes sense, actually. So was you, uh, so you, so you professionally raced 10 and a half years? Uh, professional five years. Professional five. Uh, yeah, I raced professional five years. Yep. And then, and then went into you. You got on a team, right? Then, uh, well, I did have some people to help out. You know, they bought a tire here. And well, there. I mean, like after racing, you got on a racing yeah, team. Yeah, right? I was out for twenty years. The wife made me quit. So I didn't want to, but I had to. I got laid off of Delco, and that that kind of hurt my finances. So I couldn't afford to go racing. So. When I finally, I was off 18, 18 months, when I got back to work, I got over to Marion for two months, come back to Coke from Delco, and uh, yeah. when I got back to work, and two months later, excuse me, sorry about that, <laughs> had, a, had a brain freeze, I'm a senior citizen. <laughs> no, we're not cutting that out. <laughs> Uh, so then, when I got back to work at Delco, I started, man, I started having enough trouble. I had a race this coming weekend, and I, I don't remember where that in Ohio somewhere. Sometime I remember like three hours, four, five, three to five hours away. Anyway, uh, so I'm loading up my motorcycle. I get stuff, you know, I fire it up, I check it out and stuff, getting ready to go racing. Hadn't been racing for a year and a half, almost, yeah, 18 months. And the sheriff comes out and says, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm getting ready to go to this race over in Ohio. She said, well, so you go racing. She said, uh, I'll have your clothes packed on the front porch when you get back. Oh. <laughs> so, so I said, well, hell, that's better than most ladies. They, they just want to throw their shit out in the street. <laughs> so did you, you raced? She was going to pack it up and put it on the porch <laughs> until when I got back. So you raced? Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I think I did. I think I did. <laughs> Sharon so, is a good woman. I quit after that. Though. I had Shout to retire. She forced me to retire because I had two kids. They were like three and five or seven, something like that. I don't can't remember. That's been a long time ago. But uh, I was thinking about it. I'm just, just like Joe Biden, baby. But I didn't vote that motherfucker. <laughs> I, I voted for Trump. 
So the next day, I have to get my shit ready or so. Man, hell, it's like Friday. I'm going racing on Saturday. So she's come out in the garage and gives her, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm getting ready to go racing on high. She said, well, that's when she told me, excuse me, that's when she told me. She told me first day that I was done racing. I said, nah. Anyway, second day when she told me she'd have my clothes packed on the front porch when I got home. I thought that was really nice of her to do that. Mm. Like I said, <laughs> most ladies throw their shit out in the street. Sure. Then you go, you fucked. I just want to give everybody a listen. I, hang on. Hang on. I just want to give everybody an idea of listening. You know, today is 420. So just that disclaimer before we go any further. I have no idea what 420 is. <laughs> it's it's April 20th. April 20th. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Oh, you're good. So then... You raced. I, I, yeah, I had three, two kids. I didn't want to give up the kids, man. It's going to take me financially to cover them child care and all that stuff. I didn't want, and I didn't want to give up her. She's a good lady. Yeah. Shut up, Sharon. And then I didn't want to give the kids and money and financial wise. Then I was going to think, shit, it'd take me a couple of years to recover from this. So <laughs> my, reflexes, my reflexes are going to be a little bit slower. I mean, you got to have good reflexes. Oh, for sure. Life. I ain't no shit. And so I was, fuck, I was 33, so I was, I was at my prime when I was 33, 35 years old. I was at my prime. Are you saying you're not in your prime now? No, no, I'm, I'm downhill, baby. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm at the beginning. How old are you? I'm 74 years old. I, I hope I am half of the man you are. Well, thank, when I, I appreciate that. Thanks, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you are half too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, half the rider you are. I figure, I figure. Yeah. I got about 20 more years. I, I'm, I've always, when I was a kid, I always thought 94. 94. Yeah. Why 94? I just, a number come up, you know. It's a good number. Yeah. That's a long life. So I, I want to be 94. I, I'm going to try, but I'm smoking. That's a bad thing. That's killing me. You know, I know it is, so. Oh, you know what? They need to slow down and cut down and quit on that. Yeah, because other than that, you're healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, exactly. I mean, even with that, I mean, I wouldn't cut out smoking for all the people that don't like smoking. I'm sorry, but not sorry. You got to live your life to the fullest. And eventually, one day, something is going to kill all. I can sell it every once in a while. You know, I just yeah. can't shit me. So it's time, about getting close to time for me to quit smoking. Yep. That'll give you your next 20 I feel years. More and more all the time. Shout out to nicotine and, gum. And even with my swimming, you know, I swim, you know, I'm trying to swim a mile a day. Well, I'm down. I, I've had several colds. I've had three friggin' colds this fucking winter. Yeah. And then, so then I'm just cutting back on my swimming. So I'm, that's it. I'm trying to get my lungs back into shape here. So, so let's talk about this. And do I, do we get your, uh, your suit and your helmet when, when you do pass? Sure. Okay. Sure. If, if this is all, this is something we can look back on. Yeah. I don't know how she's going to do it. Yeah. Or um, a funeral, excuse me. Uh, I don't know if she'd want me to have it up there at the clubhouse or not. I <laughs> <laughs> wonder if she goes first. Uh, well, we'd have to deal with it. No, I mean, at the clubhouse. Oh, my wife at your clubhouse? <laughs> no. No. Uh, <laughs> I misunderstand what you're trying to ask. You're good. Go back. Go back to the race of days. So, what was your? What, when did? You, when were you? Oh, before you were racing, what oh, made so you? Then think? I was out for twenty years. I'm, yes, I was yes. out for twenty years then, and I told her I wouldn't get a street bike until I one year after I got out of racing then, in '83, 
And she and so actually I waited two years before I got a, a gold wing. I won't tell you. I've had <laughs> gold wings hundred thousand miles. Hey, we this is a it is, this is why people run, love this podcast. Run, Give run, us run, run. Now I finally broke down and got I've had I've had five Harleys too. Yeah. And I this this is my fifth Harley. Mm-hmm. But they improved them so much now with the bigger board of 114. And, and they kind of like the anti-dive thing in their front fork. One of the front forks is not, a, they don't call it anti-dive, but it's what it is. When you hit the brakes, it only to dive down one time, just a little bit, not much. And that's good. Yeah. That, them them Hondas had that shit for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah. So a hundred some fucking years later, they got it right. Let's talk. Let's talk then, about how much you ride. Then I'll go ahead and buy one. It was a good motorcycle and a good motor on. This motor is good, man. The 114, you like it? Yeah, it runs really good. That's, that's it's, 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 not, it's not the fastest one out there. There's others, but they they run me all the time. I don't. That pisses me off, but I'm not gonna put anything in it. I ain't gonna change the fucking gear, you know. Yeah, because you're just running. You're just running the exhaust and a breather right oh, now. That motherfucker glass. Yeah, yeah. I told him when I bought it. Four gold wings, got 100,000 miles, and this fucking Harley, first, you know, if it doesn't go 100,000 miles, I'm going to be one pissed off motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them about the day you bought that Harley. I don't you, you had a lot, you had the one all picked out. Oh, yeah, I had a blue and kind of blue and silver gray one, gray one, maybe light gray, really super light, almost not really white, but. Anyway, I was going by. I had to dial in on him. One of the other guys in the club had had one. And so, you know, it's a nice looking bike. Well, went over there to Marion to get it. And they had this brand new fucking uh, burnt orange one there, man, with a little. Uh, Flat gray. Yeah, had had stripes on it. Had, uh, what do they call them things? Uh, well, they had, they had that bike sitting where your bike was because yeah. your bike, the papers were done. Your bike was back there waiting on you. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and so then I said, fuck, I want this orange. <laughs> he did too. He walked up to the sales and was like, hey man, stop that paperwork right now. And he was like, what do you mean? He was like, I don't want that. I don't want that bike. He's like, I want that orange one that's sitting out there. The guy was like, oh man, we'll sell it to you, but we got to reapply for everything. <laughs> man, he walked in that door and that orange one there stuck out like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> then tell us what Sharon said when you brought it oh, home. Oh, man, I got home. Of course, I signed for everything. She didn't sign for nothing. I didn't want her to have anything to do with it because she didn't care for it. Because I bad-mouthed Harley so many years that she said, man, she didn't understand me getting a Harley. But anyway, get home, she said, why did you buy the ugliest mother? Why did you buy the ugliest bike they had? <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was ugly, and he, that's the only reason he got it was because of that. Oh, what ugliest one they had. She was mad at me. Matt wouldn't talk to me for three days. That was great. She's going to write me a letter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was with me in Sack, uh, yeah. T-Rex. And she thought they talked me into it. Oh. Well, she's going to write T-Rex a letter and write Sack a letter. She wanted her address. Like, what do you want my address for? She's, like, we're sending, he's, she's, she's sending you a letter. Retired school teacher. She doesn't understand the motorcycle world. Yeah, that's okay. That was going to be the proper grammar and everything. Motorcycle world. Yeah. Oh, she, she's a fifth grade school teacher. Yeah. Header, one footer. When she talks to me, she talks to me a lot of times like dumb. I'm a fifth grader. She's <laughs> over about five, six, seven, eight times. Wait a minute. All you got to do is tell me once or twice. Now you can get me in trouble. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get in trouble now. <laughs> well, 
Well, to prevent you getting in trouble, I have a, a question to ask T-Rex here. Okay. Well, would you ever trailer your bike? Would I ever trailer my bike? Yeah. That's a good question for me because I have. What kind <clears throat> of trailer do you use? Uh, I use a, a Stinger trailer. Stinger trailer? Stinger trailer. So where, where are they at? They're up in Canada. That's where they're Where did you go? Where did you, how long ago? Sturgis. When? Remember when we trailered out of Sturgis? No. Me and me and the father in law, mother in law, and Elizabeth. Elizabeth didn't have enough vacation to to ride there and ride back. Hey, but yeah, we we on the fourteenth, twenty fourteen. That's the only time I went with you guys. No, you didn't go. You didn't go on this trip. Okay. But I took my Stinger trailer. Oh. What? It, what's the biggest thing that separates Stinger trailer away from any other trailer out there? Well, you know, it's it's the world's most capable motorbike mo- <laughs> motorsport trailer. Uh, from bikes to trikes, dude, you can haul it all. It's insane. Uh, no more headaches trailering. The low deck height allows for any rider to be able to load and strap it themselves. It folds right up, dude. It's so small, it can go right in your garage. Okay. It's like a barbecue grill. It's insane. Um, it's light. It's crazy. You can you can tow it with like a car, or you can even take out like a, like a small SUV, a Jeep or something. Okay. You can take it, and dude. You can just it'll it'll put a it'll put a bagger and a, a sporty sized bike on it. Is that my yeah. pen? Yeah, that's yours. That's myself. That's yours. Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. I'm gonna have to look at them. Um, you said uh, Stinger trailer. Yeah, Stinger trailer. Yeah, man. Yeah, they. they go smoke, man. <laughs> you want a break already? No, I'm waiting. You, you're good. Yeah. You're, you can talk a little more. <laughs> so, yeah, well, you want me to tell me about? Want me to tell you about uh, my mechanic for ten years there? Your mechanic? Yeah, I, I retired from. I had to retire from racing. The wife forced me to retire. <laughs> I didn't want to retire. Shout out, so, Twenty years later, I, a couple of guys I used to race with, we started going to these some of these races and spectators. Well, we rode to uh, Fort Worth or Fort Dallas, Texas, and watched the race down there—a mile race. Anyway, so we've been a couple of the races: Springfield, Illinois, on a mile; <coughs> Lima on a half mile, and them good racetracks. Anyway, so. Uh, they, I told him, hey, I like we we got to talking some of the mechanics and stuff. Johnny Gold out of Virginia, and uh, so then we said, well, what's you I think I'll just go down there. Well, when they ran at Indianapolis on the mile, I said, I think I'll go down there and see if I can't help him. He let me work with him. So we got there, and he said, I did see Johnny, Johnny Gold, and I said, hey, you got you need some help today? I said, I'd like to be able to help you to come in the piss. <laughs> he said, uh, no, I got, no, he had Mike Hacker as his writer. He was tough. He finished up second, third, a couple of times, never did win championship, but he was up there. So he said, I got Jamie Aguiar here with me. He's from California, Lodi, California. He said, won't you help him? Said, okay. So I helped Jamie. He's a Mexican. Man, he was a good kid. Good kid. And uh, so I helped him out that day. That Indianapolis mile, and uh, when we were all done, he had to load up shit and all get ready to go back home. Go home. He said, Johnny told me, Jamie Agar, he said, once you ask him, they see if he come to the next race and help you there too. So he came over and asked me, and I can't remember where the next race was, but it's the next race. I said, sure. So I met him the next race and worked with him, and they, I think they, they gave me like fifty bucks, big deal, you know. I didn't care. Yeah. And then. Uh, uh, through the years, through 10 years, I was averaging about, I was spending about 20, 
two, $2,000 a summer going to the races on my motorcycle in a motel once in a while, buy food to eat. And they were paying me about that, about $2,000 to help them out mechanic-wise. Or, or even. That's yeah, perfect. you, you, you got to have the experience. and that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. There was another guy or so before I come on board, and he wouldn't let him touch nothing on a motorcycle. He said he'd let him run it up to the starting line and back to the back to the pit area, but he let me do every fucking thing. That's awesome. <laughs> I raced on him. Fuck! I I changed the tire. I changed the sprockets. I checked the air pressure. I did all that shit. That is awesome. Went over the motor. He come back in. I'm looking at motorcycle over close. Found a fucking broken wire or a wall wall tube one time. It was fucking slit. Yeah. Hey, we got to change this. When you change that, if he hadn't changed it, he wouldn't have, that motor would have cracked. That motor would have broke down big time. So wow. Little shit like that happened throughout the years, 10 years, yeah, that I helped him out. Yeah. So I was pleased with that. You know, oh, about the first or so years, why she's asking me, what the hell am I doing? Said, she didn't care. Huh? She didn't care? No, I was just shouting out to your wife. Oh. Shout out Karen. Huh? Karen, Sharon, Karen. Sharon. Sharon, 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 Karen, 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 Karen. Karen? Yeah. What? Her name is Sharon. <laughs> Shout out, Sharon. So then she was, she was getting <laughs> get shit because I'm going, I'm getting back into racing. And I said, I ain't racing. I said, I'm helping out. I said, you don't have to worry about me. I'm not on a racetrack anymore. You don't have to worry about it. So. I'm going back and forth to the racetrack. I'm just helping out, and I'm coming right back home. So that's how it was. And so then she's talking to the daughter. The daughter, meantime, got a job out in California, Los Angeles. So she goes, so she, they're talking back and forth. They're going to get up on my ass. <laughs> so I'm traveling these motorcycle races all over the Midwest and shit. We're fucking Kansas, who knows, fucking Syracuse, New York, who knows where we're at, been Texas, been Florida. So we had a race, we finally moved, the races went out west, so went to Oregon. Uh, I forget the name of it, right? My head. CT track out there, Castle Rock. And also went to Los Angeles, went down to Lodi, uh, Sacramento. And my rider was from Lodi, so we're only like 20, 30, 40, 50 miles from Sacramento. So I stayed all night with him for three nights, and we raced there on a mile track at Sacramento, and then we came on, I stayed with him. Then I went on 375 miles south to Los Angeles to my daughter's place, found her. She's two blocks from the, from the ocean. Yeah, wow. That was a great. <clears throat> Anyway, we started, we one day, one, one evening, we're walking, so I'm with her for a week until we race the next, we race out Phoenix, Arizona, come back. Oh, uh, my man, Jamie Aguiar, come down in his race car and picked me up there in Los Angeles. We went to Phoenix, he raced, come, I, I got a ride with somebody else on the way back. They lived in Beverly Hills, who took me to my Rodonda Beach. Where Daniel was, and the next night, the next weekend, we ran San Diego on a short track, and I was helping Steve Beatty at the time. And Beatty had been national champion in Canada about six or seven times. Damn. I worked with him for a couple, like two, three. If you're listening, of years. hey, I'd like to get you on. And then uh, 
So I took my daughter from Los Angeles down to San Diego, 90 miles, 90 miles down to San Diego. How many miles? Track, 90 miles. 90 and, miles. And Steve Beatty did really well that night. So, and they treated her and my daughter really good, you know. So she, oh, me time. One time we walked her from her apartment two blocks over to the beach. And she just chattered and gave me all kind of shit about me being with this race stuff. No. Yeah. Oh, got it out of my system. Why are you trying to separate you and your mom, mom and me from each other? And I said, you want a divorce and what the hell are you no. doing? And I just let her ramble on for 15 fucking minutes, man. She just ramble on. Because she knew she was about to see why. Yeah. Yeah. So then I got explained the next day when we went to San Diego and they treated her like a queen. We come back, 90 miles back to Los Angeles. The next day we had a we go back to San Diego and have a mile track to race on that. And she wasn't sure if he wanted to go. I said, Yeah, I can get on the motorcycle. But she jumped on the motorcycle, took her down to San Diego on second time, Saturday and Sunday, to run that mile. And they treated her like she was a fucking princess, buddy. That is awesome. They treated her so good, like she was part of the family. Huh. And she finally saw. Mama's full of shit. <laughs> Dad, Dad having a good time and ain't nothing wrong. He don't get drunk. He don't. He don't break the law. He's just he. She loved every man. I'm not messing around with other women. But to say that she loved every man, didn't she? Oh, she did. She had a special pass. She had to have a wristband. I said, hey, and they had a bike show, chopper bike show out out past the pavilion, and we're in a pitch. I'm working on the bike and getting ready to go racing and shit. And I said, hey, Daniel, you going out there looking at all them motorcycles? They got they got food vendors out there too. To get you something, go look at all them motorcycles. So she went out there. So later she come back, man, she was a happy camper. Because she when she was walking through that gate, she had that wristband on, and some guy let them got a guard there, you know, security people. Let her open the door for her. Let her walk on by. There's a couple behind her. They said, no, you can't go in there. You don't have the right credentials. You don't have no credentials. <laughs> finally hit, buddy. She realized how special it was. That's cool. That is awesome. Anyway, the guys, in the, <clears throat> the riders and the mechanics, everybody treated her like family. It was really great. So that helped your case with oh, uh, Hawaii? Big time. Big time. Yeah. What you got? So a little. A little Did you break. hear that? Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> a, a little break off the motorcycle. There's something that I've been thinking about all day. Yeah. And uh, it's this: which body part do you wish you could detach, and why? Which Ooh. body part do I wish I could detach? Yeah. And why? What you do, Flash? Did you ask me that yeah. question? Well, you got to say it too. That's you. Oh, me. Yeah. Well, Mortar does good without that. <laughs> oh, my. And he adapted to learning how to write with the other hand. I want to get him on the podcast, actually, at some oh, point. Yeah, and talk right. about how we yeah. talk about how we did his bike. And... We're probably going to have to explain that. Yeah. 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 We're going to have to. We're going to have to. Okay. I just thought it. Okay. I think we're going to get him on the podcast to talk about how he rides with that. So you would you would say your arm? I suppose. I, 
I got this little cat thing right here on my finger. Yeah. I'd say maybe a finger. Yeah. Okay. Does that count? Okay. Yeah. yeah I that counts. Oh, I can't wear that band anymore. They told me it's the same stuff as what your uh, uh, fingernail is, is what that is. Really? So I go in and probably numb it and then dig it out. I would I would choose back to the original question before we get so off topic about that thing growing on your finger. Uh, <laughs> I would choose I would choose my left arm. Your left the whole arm. Why? Because yeah. I would take that, that I would take that son of a bitch off and I would use it as a weapon. Oh in a real bad time, you know, maybe you can't conceal yeah. carry. Yeah, sure. You detach your left arm if you're right handed and you use that thing as a fucking billy club. See, I imagine getting hit with like a twenty-five pound arm. But think of it. Think about this, though. I mean, you don't even have to use it as a weapon. Just if you were in the other person's shoe and you saw just a dude roll up on you about to fight, and they just rip off their left. Yeah, but what if they can detach a body part too? What a leg? I don't know. If I'm saying what Ricky, they... jump in here, man. Jump in here, Ricky. What are you thinking, Ricky? Oh, damn. I was just literally thinking about a video I just watched the other day. Okay, we guy, can't listen to it. This guy uh, took his legs off to fight a short person. I watched that. It was in the streets. Yeah, you saw that? It was in the streets. Oh, they called him legs or something like that. I don't know why. Flash was raising his hand. I don't think he understands how this works. No, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for a fucking break. <laughs> 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 all right all right gonna take a break <laughs> all right Woo. we Wait. did okay so we're still on yeah i okay. gotta go out because i gotta go outside oh, they won't let me smoke in here man this ain't no man cave right nope. testing testing you have stds hey all right we're we're live <laughs> Okay, Flash just took a break to smoke. Okay, hey, we, we're talking about he needs to quit, but you know he's working on it. So yeah, that's why we stopped the podcast for a second, or it got a little weird. Well, <laughs> so, what what was the question you were going to ask before we got back from the break? About what? Well, you asked. You wanted to ask a question to who? You wanted to say something. I didn't remember. <laughs> Let me tell you one time, one race over T.T. Minden, uh, I think it's Minden, Ohio. It's north of, uh, northeast of Salina. Salina, Ohio. It's a T.T. racetrack. Can you tell a story? And back in the day, I used to go, I used to charge through them turns so damn hard, I'd fall down a lot. What? And well, finally, the one time, even on a half mile, the white quarter mile, boy, them rough motherfuckers. Anyway. The wife told me one time, she said, you keep falling down. I said, you're going to be done. She said, you're going to break something. You're going to hurt something. You're going to be finished with your racing. Look at all them other young kids out there that are racing. They would go so fast. They got such a big motor, they can't handle it. Well, then they get hurt, and they're done racing. And she was so right. So I, I finally, when I come off the straightaways, I back off the throttle a little bit more sooner than normal and I can get through the turn so much better and hardly anybody ever passed me in the turns and that's a fact they beat me on a straightaway but they couldn't beat me on the turns so then wow actually it made me a better racer I'll tell you what I, you pissed me off the most we were on Judson one day 
And we're, we're that far from me. Yeah, yeah. He's holding up an inch. We're on Judson. And he's on the he's on the upside. I'm on the downside. And You're on the good side. Yeah, I was on the downside. We took that corner, dude, and I was took it in, you know, kind of hard. Flash come up, and dude, he got so close to me, I could have reached out and grabbed and grabbed his brake. I mean, that's how close we were. Our highway pegs were an inch apart. And I remember getting back, getting getting back where we were going, and somebody that was behind us, you almost killed him. <laughs> no way. You would feel more comfortable with than Flash. No, no, absolutely not. No, but 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 it made me think, what the hell is he doing? Because he came up on me so no, quick. We were testing each other, man. You we're stay in your lane, I'll stay in my lane. We did. We stay. Yeah, we stayed in our lane. And we're testing each other. <laughs> that was like good. That was anyway, good. one time on that TT track, I slipped and fell down in the right-hand turn. They got a TT has a right-hand turn. Sometimes they have a jump. Anyway. I fell and I bent the brake lever. It was all bent out of shape. So I run through the pits and then they restart the race. And well, I'm, you can't hardly bend that brake lever back. And my buddy, my, I was a protege to from Frankfurt, uh, Blue, uh, Blue Ball. Dave Blue Ball was a guy I traveled with that's, a lot. That's a unique last name. Blue Ball. <laughs> He told me, he said, hey, Greg, just get out there and fake it. I had no brakes. He said, just get out there and fake it. I what? Thought, oh, yes. No, he no. rode the rest of the race with no brakes. The rest of the race with no brakes. I, I did not think I finished like fourth or something like that, but I didn't do all that good because I couldn't charge in there like I normally right. So while you uh, while you were racing, did you own a Harley or a motorcycle while you were racing? Or while you were wrenching, did you own a motorcycle? Yeah, I had a street bike. Yeah, I had a go wing. You I got rode, a go wing. Oh my God, them go wings. I, I rode anything over 300 miles. I rode the first two or three years, I rode to every race. There's 20 some races, around 20, 18 to 26 races. And I rode to every one of them on my motorcycle for the first two years, anyway. The second year, the third year, finally, Johnny Goes tell me, he said, once you hook up with old Bob Berry out of Whiteland, Indiana, south of Indianapolis, he said, because he hauls race bikes for other riders. And so then I hooked up with him. Anything less than 300 miles, I'd ride the motorcycle to. Anything over 300 miles, I hooked up with him. I have to go down to his house about 70, 80 miles south of here from Kokomo. And hook up with him, we go three, four, five, six hundred miles, eight hundred miles, even Phoenix. Kansas. Have you have you linked up with any of these guys since since you've been out? I talk to them. I call them up on the phone every once. Obviously, Shorty. Shorty, yeah, and Bob Barry out of, and uh, Bob Barry's up in uh, Michigan now, uh, and Johnny Goat's still out in Virginia. Right? And you talk to them every once in a while? Yeah, occasionally. What are they? Uh, how how are they doing? Uh, they're of course everybody's getting older, but they're everybody doing really good. I haven't talked to them here lately. I need to give them a call. If you uh, if you what's this? Shit? Is it motor oil? That's it's a blueberry moonshine. You're not supposed. I'm supposed to chuck. You're supposed to sit. <laughs> oh, I don't want. I don't want to touch that table. Oh, so you think? You think uh, if you if you could say the best story, right? If you could think about it, so you were you were wrenching for how many years? Ten years. Wrenching ten years, racing ten yeah. years, professionally five. Yes. If there was one story that like anybody out there, you would think like, 
man, nobody would believe this. This is something I, this is such a, a good opportunity or a good story. If there was anything, what would it be? Oh my. There's several. Let's hear, let's hear a good one. There's several. Well, I told you about Santa Fe Speedway. Them some bitches up there, they run hard, man. It's just like a freight train, man. They just all single file. They race on Wednesday night. There'd be three to 6,000 people there every Wednesday night. What? To watch the motorcycle races. So it was a lot bigger back then than it is now. Yeah. Well, what happened through the years, and he paid really well. He paid for how you place in your heat race and your semis and your main events and stuff. He paid well. That's how I can make some money on the weekend. Take off on the weekend, or excuse me, on Wednesday, and lose money at work, but I can make money up there. Doing what you like. What did what? Doing what you like. Doing what I like. Right. Coming back with. How did Delphi let you off all these times? <laughs> they have great benefits. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah. It's. Union is 50 50. Shout out deal. to anybody. 50. Want me, don't talk about union deal. It's 50 50 deal. Good things about it, and there's bad things about it. Well, the pensions, when they try to get your money, they do really good. But then they they got creeps in there that don't fucking want to work, won't come to work, want to go sell drugs and shit back in the day. And you just want to not, not come to work and rate most of them. come to work. And they would keep them and keep them and keep them and wouldn't, couldn't fire them motherfuckers. And we'd have to do their fucking work so they wouldn't come in. And then they finally fire them. The next contract, the union would get them sons of bitches back. But then after that, after a couple of times of that, then they finally offer them like $10,000 not to come back, and they finally do. So Today's podcast uh, probably should be named uh, Two Wheels, Two Ways. Because <laughs> we're doing things really weird today. <laughs> anyway, we're on the union but, business. But you, but you know, though, yeah. I mean, it's, it's 420. Um, yeah, things are going strange. Yeah, you know, fire. I might need another. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, so in the spirit of 420, though. What time is it now? Uh, it's my bedtime. 8.44. Oh, the guy in my catatomism, you know, you're a freak. You know how it is. Hell, you know, you know, you're going to fuck every woman that wins, you know. What if, Boy, have you ever fucked my own yard? Oh, shit, I can't answer that. That was tough. What the fuck is this? It's wet. I didn't, is that I didn't, yours? I didn't appreciate that question to me that way, you know? It's just like, you fucking do it in there. What? Yeah, you fucking... I ain't saying... <laughs> I ain't saying, motherfucker. What did I do, Fudge? Huh? What did I do? You did well, because really you didn't answer, but previously, on a, are we live? No. Oh, shit, let's make it live. No, it's live. It's, <laughs> it's totally live. I just pushed the button. Is it live? Yeah, we're back on. We're back on, Flash. Okay. For about, like, three minutes. What do we want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Oh. Man? You want to talk about T-Rex or Ricky yourself? How about yourself? This is for you. Huh? We've already had a podcast talking about us. Yeah. Oh, man. But we're, we're going to ask this question. So, like, before, oh. before we ended um, going on break... In the spirit of 420, sometimes you got to go deep with your conversations, right? I had no idea what that meant until tonight. Really? Yeah, I know what it is now. What's the weirdest smell you have ever smelled? I know mine for sure. Do you? For sure. What about you? 
know, one of the weirdest was actually while I was writing here, and I think it was a fertilizer truck or something, but I swear it was smeared on my face as I passed the semi. Oh, and man. I wanted to throw up while I was writing. What's the weirdest smell you've ever smelled? <laughs> Don't go there. Napalm. Napalm in Korea. No, I don't know. I have no idea. You boys ever smelled a mushroom cloud? Yeah. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> I'll tell you mine. The first deer, bless you, the first deer I ever killed, eight oh, point yeah. buck up at Nino Lake. Yeah. And my mom and dad, uh, we were in the middle of, of getting it uh, taxidermy. Yeah. This was in my mom and dad's deep freezer. Weird, right? Did you dress it? Field dress? Well, yeah, it was just it was cape. So uh-huh. it's just the neck and the cape, just the just the fur. Oh, well, in a bag. Yeah, it wasn't the whole. It wasn't the whole more, deer. There should not be any more smell. No smell until my dad's dad passed away. In the middle of him passing away, Goodness. we were we were going hectic with everything, and the deep freezer went out in the middle of July. Oh my. Good dude. So, dude, oh. we walked in, oh. and there's this much deer blood in the oh. bottom and sludge in the bottom of that of that container. Damn. Oh, dude, the smell was horrific. What's yours, Matt? Happens. Uh, I'll beat on that. Yes, yeah, I'll apologize to you, motherfucker, right now. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest smell, and it happens every single year during spring, dogwood trees. Oh, the pussy willow. Yep. So... The other day, so, Kirsten and I were driving. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Right? Elaborate. Yeah, yeah. Have you snorted your own, huh? What are they? The... The white trees. Yeah, pussy yeah. willow. Yeah. yeah. It smells like jizz to me. Like yeah. what? It smells like spunk. So, spunk? Yes. What's, what is spunk? <laughs> Like semen flash uh, semen semen yes and that's what it smells like huh i can honestly say for all the podcast viewers that me personally yeah. and i may be i may be the oddball right that, I mean, that's not a bad smell though <laughs> hang on hang on hang on i don't know where you're going with this but what i have to say is <laughs> there's four men here so we, we can give a good reference i myself have never smelled cum yeah. matt no uh, flash. Uh, how about you ricky <laughs> I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. What? The fuck you talking about? <laughs> What's with the hand? I don't, I don't want to where to go. So, either way, I'm go. I'm going with this. It's it's weird. It's not gonna be good. It's weird. So damn I weird. So the other day, <laughs> fucking weird. weird. <laughs> you just said it with the <laughs> So the other day, Kirsten and I were driving, I'm, and I I'm said, confused. <laughs> and I looked at her and said, I cannot stand this smell. She's like, what smell? I said, the pussy willows. First time she's ever heard of pussy willows. I did that again. Yeah, you did. And uh, she was like, what's that? I said, dogwood trees. Like, they don't smell like that. I was like, how do you? Know? I don't know what a dogwood tree looks like. It, it's white. And it, Ricky, pull up a dogwood like tree. White? Like white? Like a birch? <laughs> not the birch is white. Not the wood. It's a motorcycle. Huh? Not, not this the, a motor- what are you talking about? This is a motorcycle. Cloud, <laughs> it's a tree. Or it's a flower. Well, it's a tree. Hey, this is a motorcycle podcast. What is, is it a tree or is it a flower? Or it's a flower on a tree. There we go. That's it. That's right a dogwood. What, okay, what's it look like? What color are the leaves? White. The leaves are white. White. They're white. usually yeah. on 
white. So well, they rich I have a crab apple tree and it's fucking white too. And I got a fucking uh, uh what it, what's called calorie. What the fuck is that other one? Apple smell in invasive nature. Poplar tree. A poplar it's fucking white. Too. What does that mean? This is what they look like. Yeah, that's flash. Slash you. Yeah. Yeah, that's pussy willow. That's a pussy willow. Yeah. Oh man, the wife had one in her backyard before they walked into the well, house. But I didn't. You know, I can't remember the smell, but I can't remember what it was or how. It I thought that. <laughs> I thought my wife's sentence was going different. First question on Google: What is the uh, tree that smells like fern? What is the tree that smells like fern? Calorie pear. Is that a recent Iris search? Calorian. Hey. Is that a re- is that a, a recent search of yours? Yeah. <laughs> can I see that? Can I see the spelling? Can I see the spelling on it, sir? <laughs> Use it in a sentence, sir. Use it in a sentence. <laughs> hey, motherfucker. Hey, 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 listen, listen. Let me see what it says. How do you read that? <laughs> Where's the names of them? Hey, I don't see no names of them. Calorie pair. Oh, Chowry? A This uh this podcast is brought to you by the Nature Channel. Yeah. Oh hey, hang on. We're still live. So let's let's talk about this for a second, okay? Yeah. I wanna get this up. This I had a question. Okay. H- how many miles on a normal year do you, do you have like a number you shoot for, like, hey, I gotta get to this, or when, I'm I'm declining. When I worked and riding to the motorcycle race, I was averaging over 20,000 a year. Average. One year. I Which for us in Indiana, that's awesome. One, one year I put on 28,000 miles. And then uh, I think I used it. One tire went 23,000 miles one time before I had to change tires. So I had a Metzler and did I rode, I don't know. I can't, maybe a Dunlop. No, I did. I had a, my first Metzler went 22K. Uh, I've had 28,000 miles the best I've done. No, I averaged 20,000 for many years when I was working because it wasn't unusual to drive 60, 80 miles before I went home from work just to, so I wouldn't kill anybody. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, no, just to keep, keep saying, you know, just to mellow out on the way home. That's right. That's right. And then now, I think this year I got 13,000. I'd like to have more, but I, like I say, I've fucking been sick for three fucking times this year. I'm very unusual. So 13K for a 74 year old man? Yeah. On his first Harley yeah. in how many years? Uh, 2012. I had one in 2012. So 10 years. Oh. Seven and a half. 740 miles and turn it back in because hey this man listen this man bought a harley he traded his his traded his gold wing in they all but talked him in he found a red one right yeah it was orange one orange and so he the the sun glow orange they did back in the day he found an ultra like that so he trades he trades it in goes out and puts 700 miles so a day and a half of riding for him turns back around takes like a four thousand dollar loss and trades it in and goes and buys a gold wing hell yeah (laughs) he literally had it for 700 miles a day and a half and returned it back to Harley. But now then, the, this 2019 is a good motorcycle. It, it's a yeah, you like very, it. Very good motorcycle, yes. Yeah. You don't do the nearly as many burnouts on that Harley as you did. No, I don't. I won't save the tires, man. It's expensive. Yeah, it is ridiculous. Yeah. 
I let them do the service because I haven't pulled any hardly any maintenance we, on this sucker at all. Just ride it. That's you know what this podcast needs? We need a tire sponsor. Yeah. We need someone to come on and just and, and we don't even want your money. No, and I so I think that's a good idea. And here's the reason why. I do not know about motorcycle tires, and I'll be honest about oh, yeah. that. And it always got to me how I'll make that more, noise again. <laughs> how more expensive it is to replace two tires on a motorcycle. Now, if you go to Harley, if you go to Harley, right? We, I I run those uh, uh Dunlop American Elites. Are they softer compound or harder compound, or do they last longer? If they're softer, they last softer, less. last longer. No, or they, they last less, less, and then harder they'll go longer. That's correct. Oh, just like in life, harder goes longer. Harder yeah. go longer. Yeah, yeah. that's the yeah, we're speaking going of hard, that. Motherfucker. We're we know hard. We we have a, a brother that uh, his mom is up in heaven, and I wanted to do a shout out to oh, her. Thanks. So, yeah. Okay. Who that? Uh, it's our uh, it's our brother Sackett. Oh, his mother. Yeah. Shout out to her. In heaven. He did come in earlier, didn't he? Yes. Very good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I just gave us all the finger. So, uh, so thirteen thousand this year is that is that a decline for you, or do you think that's a? Uh, the last couple of years I've been doing like eleven and twelve thousand. So. But I know why you went harder this year. Well, yeah, we got the competition going. Yes, yes, yes. And you back our heads working, so I'll go out right. Yeah, I'll be sitting at work in a in a crane station. This doodle, this doodle oh, texts me, and he'll like, be in Ohio. Oh, yeah, the other yeah, day, or Illinois, or Michigan, <laughs> or somewhere. The other day, in Kentucky, like... Ohio River, <laughs> fuck them all. <laughs> the, the other day, I rode by the uh, the gas station by the club, and I'm this thing like 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm just grabbing energy drinks, and whatnot, and I see a flash across the street on his motorcycle, full fledged rain gear, and he. I was like, "What are you What are you doing?" And he's like, "I got to catch up." Oh, I do. I got to catch I up. Do. I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm concerned about you guys, man. <laughs> <laughs> that plaque's gonna have. Greg Flash Fulham, baby. One time, at least one time. So why? So why Flash? That so, was money. Because this is not. This is no motorcycle club affiliation name. You are Flash from from swimming. Swimming. Correct. I was okay. very fast when I was a freshman. I could beat most sophomores, juniors, and seniors when I was a freshman. I can beat all. And you still today, you still swim what? I swim, try to swim a mile a day, but like I say, I've been sick three friggin' times this year, so that's cut me down. I've normally, last year I put 225 miles swimming at the YMCA. This year I've only had like a little, maybe 55 miles, so I'm way behind, but I'll catch back up a little bit. And and my smoking cigarettes and shit don't help at all. No, no, it doesn't. Cheese. Sorry, I take a picture there. So, one thing that I noticed, and to all the listeners of uh, how this podcast went, uh, there's one thing, a big thing I did want to mention after our first episode. I mean, we got quite a bit of shout outs. Oh, yeah, lots lots of Uh, shout outs. And lots of love. So, we appreciate that, guys. And uh, we just recently set up a Patreon account. And a uh, an appeal peril 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 a peer uh, <laughs> store, and it's on uh, Teespring. It's on our Instagram account, website, you name it. So, you know, even though this isn't necessarily the end of the podcast, when you have the time, just no, go absolutely. check it out. Uh, 
you know, eventually we'll be shooting out discount codes. Uh, yeah, discount yeah. codes. Yeah. Might be doing some, uh, some maybe not so much a raffle. I don't want to call it a raffle. Maybe a right. giveaway. Might do a giveaway. I agree. So that'd be uh, that'd be pretty awesome. We uh, we've also we've also been getting reached out to and reaching out to uh, some some people for uh, for some sponsors. Um, one one in particular that we that really uh, jumped on was uh, Stinger Trailers. Yeah. And actually, we were being funny earlier trying to trying to do like a little skit for them. But what the cool thing is is that I I was like talking up their business before. Before they ever. Oh, can I interrupt? That was Stinger. That's the one you rode out to Sturgis with. <laughs> yeah, get out of Damn. here, Flash. Get out of here, Flash. I didn't. I did. get get the fuck out of here. Pussy. <laughs> That's good. Is you got a nice trailer you can haul your motorcycle out there with, but you wasn't fucking pussy enough to fucking ride it. Fucking whore, bitch, motherfucker. <laughs> Anyways, before uh, 420 got the best of him, uh, the 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 thing that was cool about this is, is that I was t- like talking them up without even knowing anything about them really, or talking to the, to the I owner. Did that. I did and that uh, and uh, so with them, what I thought was cool as hell is that uh, uh, you know I, I I hit him up on Instagram and we were talking back and forth, and just out of nowhere he called me one day and I was like, dude, I'm not answering anything from Canada, you know I don't right. know what you know what's this. So then I, so then I, uh, I was sitting there and I, I, I didn't, I didn't answer it. So then I text him and uh, I was like, Hey, you know what, who's this, you know, right. cause it was an iPhone. I thought it might be like a collect call or something. It was an iPhone. He hit me back. He's like, Hey, you know, uh, this is the owner of uh, stinger trailers. And he said, uh, we, you know, I think, I think we'll do that. We'll jump on. So, but what's cool about their trailers is if you don't know anything about them, it's not your typical trailer. You know, you take yeah. that thing, you can fold it up. You, you can make it like a barbecue grill in your, in your garage. Is that made in Canada? It is made in Canada. Yeah. Well, I helped out Steve Beatty, six, seven time national champion in Canada. Really? On a flat track. So that's how this is all coming back together. Hell yeah. Maybe he's got something in it. Yeah. He's a good man. Is he? Very good, man. He's very, very good. So, so, so I told them, you know, we, we would, we would do a shout out for them and uh, on every podcast they are, uh, if this thing goes big, which would be yeah. super cool if it did, we'll always look back and go, Hey man, Stinger trailer is one that jumped on first. Oh, for sure. Well, Canada's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I'm just the, the one thing I do like about just the trailers and there's always different types of trailers. And what I like is how they talk about how comfortable it is, even though obviously you're not in the trailer. Yeah. If say something happens to your bike and you are having to trailer it, at least you know it's going to be sturdy enough yep. to hold it. It's not just going to be bounced around everywhere. Um, so I think that's the the biggest takeaway I have from Stinger. Yeah, they're 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 pretty cool dudes. All right. But I think they're actually coming down to HPI's bike night. Do you know where at in Canada? Um, I'm what, not a hundred percent. What little city they're from? I am. I am not one hundred percent on that. Yeah. My son-in-law, we made a trip through Canada. Really? Yeah. We went up through Anirondacks in New York and went on through the Canada thing there. When I pulled up to the border, there was an itty-bitty sign, and I didn't see it. And we both pulled up. Travis pulled up in front of me, and I pulled up beside him. That guard there that 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 border guard there he jumped my ass told me back up and i see the sign 
That fucking sign was like a six by eight fucking sign. Said one vehicle at a time. Oh, well, really? shit. With two of us up there, he jumping my ass about it. Pissed me off. You son of a bitch. That's an American guy on this side. Really? And we're going into Canada. Anyway. Wow. We got into Canada finally. This son of a bitch. He was an asshole. I have a, I have a funny story about Canada. Yeah. We so, went up there. We oh, went up there for my oh, 13th birthday. Wait, wait. Let me finish one story here now. We got in there, and we got in before we got to Toronto. What's happening? <laughs> We're on, uh, I forget, the major highway, 405 or whatever it was. We're flying 70 mile an hour. And they're kilometers. I have no idea what how that reads. But <laughs> we stopped to get it. We can stop. We're hungry. We get a bite to eat. We pull in there, and these three, four guys, they come over to us, start talking to us. And they were on motorcycles and shit, and they were Canadian. They said, hey, you guys remember that blackout they had there in New York and all the upper west, east coast, and northern uh, United States and Canada? I said, yeah. They said, well, this guy right over here, he's a motherfucker dropped a wrench in a fucking transformer. Well, <laughs> Oh, because of him. Yeah. No, no, listen, listen. What do you think about what I'm doing to my bike? Cause you're the oldie, you know. You're I respect the fuck out of you because of how much you ride and all the miles you put on, and respect. What are you thinking about? Listen, just hear me out about the about the T bars, the controlling of the T bars, the Olin shock. You know, just the way I have my bike set up. Lifting your bike instead of lowering it. What What do you think about that? You want my honest opinion? Yep. I know you do. That's why this. That's why we're on this podcast. I want to hear. I want to hear what you have to say to the performance bagger world. I'm satisfied with how the motherfucker paid. <laughs> I'm fucking good to go with that. But if you think you need to feel better with that, and how handlebars and your fucking, uh, I, I no, it's not negative stuff. Now it's I want it to be. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> yes. If you think you need a better fork system than what you had from the factory, but you remember mine's awful because I have a fifty. Been doing it for a hundred and ten years or more. But you didn't like it. What? That 2012 you had, remember the front end was off? No, I didn't because it sprung. But that's why I got rid of mine. Mine didn't spring. Have you got a new bike? You, yours is older. I ain't got that GM years money, 50, baby. Yours are 15, right? Yeah. Yeah, you got that old shit, man. <laughs> Not now. Look at it now. Looks nice. Looks good. Thank you. I appreciate no, it. No, no. You got to make it satisfy you. Yeah, you here we are. Yeah. Here we are. Dave Blueball, the guy that was my, I was his protege. Yes. And he used to go like a bat out of fucking hell. He was hard to beat. Anyway, he when he got on the 750s and he couldn't afford a Harley either, he had a 750 Triumph. He's going around him, turned on a half mile over in Ohio somewhere. And I said, man, Dave, you need to tighten up your forks. You need to just make them stiff. Oh, no, 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 no. He didn't do it. Well, fuck you bounce around, you're fucking out of control and shit. Everybody's just fucking buzzing by you. He's falling to the back. Well, he a couple of years, he's done. Well, fuck, I, I knew I knew better. That's why I got that fucking 19. It was so much better. Hit the fucking front brakes and it only dipped down just a just a scotch. And fuck, you're good to go. It didn't pogo fucking shit like that 2012. What do you, what do you say to the people who are saying? Yeah, that's fine. That's great. That's what you want. You want the better ride that you can get. What are you saying to the people out there that are saying? I've because I've heard this. 
you're full of shit because they didn't change nothing on the front ends. The fuck they didn't. There's another fucker. There's a two-bit one in motherfucker. Either left or right, but I don't ever wish. I don't know. I knew it one time. I can't fuck. I'm 74 fucking years old. Yeah, I get it. But there's a tube in there, just like a fucking Harley. The Honda has done for 30 fucking years. Really? They've had a tube in there, and you don't, it's like the anti die. If you hit the fucking brake and boom, it stops, mm-hmm. and you don't pull over, motherfucker. You got complete control of that fucking thing. Now then, the 2012 did not do that. It pulled bit pogo. And now this one does not, and it's great. It's a good running motorcycle. I'm glad and, to hear that. And it's a good highway motorcycle. It runs like a bat out of hell. Just You don't have to hammer super hard. I didn't like going 80, 90, 100 miles an hour. I didn't want to tear up the motor. So I'll go 70, 80 miles an hour. That's fine. We're still going to go fast, though. Yep. Yeah, you're using up like 75%. When you're going to have speed, you're doing 75, 90% of your fucking motor. Where the gold wing, you're only using 75, 60%, 75% of your fucking motor. So the question I have is, what's what's next? Because you're gonna you're gonna keep riding for at least oh, ten more years. This, I'm gonna keep this hard, man. It's a good motorcycle. It's a very good motorcycle. It's it's one of the best ones I've had. It's a good motorcycle. Oh wow! Sure, I'm glad yeah. to hear that. Oh yeah. Will you ever go back to Goldwing? Probably not, but you never know. Probably not. Probably not. No, I'll put keep this one here. But I need to get something a little bit lighter. It's a heavy motherfucker. It's heavy on top of him because you got the gas tank on top where the Honda had the gas tank underneath the seat. Uh, so the center of gravity was down lower. Made a hell of a lot more comfortable driving at slow speed, parking lot fucking thing. You don't have a fucking top over right. you want to fucking fall over on your ass like a Harley said. But that's what they need to correct that fucking shit somehow. I don't know how they're going to go through it. But anyway, that's a two. That's a couple. That's a big difference on them two motorcycles. And they and them go away. They just run and run and run and run and run. I know. I, I rode your Goldwing when you took mine up to Fort Wayne. It run and, and that thing. That thing, dude, it was like a space shuttle. It was. It just a it docile, was insane. Docile power. Docile insane. Power. It's smooth. And I think it's because of the 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 vibration. You know, Harley. The vi- there's no vibration on that, on no, that gold. It's like a cattle. You can stick a nipple face up and down on the motor and, and turn it and fire it up. And really? it'll still be sitting there. I'll be done. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, what do we, what do we got else? But yes, the Harley, okay. The Harley is a good motorcycle. It's definitely yeah, one absolutely. of the top. That's why it's a road bike. And I saw... 85, 75, 85% of motorcycles out there are fucking Harley. You know what I'm saying? Fuck. It must be pretty decent, you know, so I'll go ahead and buy one. For sure. Anyway, it's a good motorcycle for sure. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's a road bike. It's a road bike. Yeah. Well, good deal. Well, Flash, you know, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Uh, stay tuned for, uh, well, whether or not this is going to be uh yeah this may this may not be episode two <laughs> yeah yeah this may be episode it may be one cut. and a half it's going to be two but it just may be yeah maybe like a cut up version yeah because of all your smoke breaks and the motherfuckers and stuff like that but what <laughs> we're going to cut it up damn i got more stories oh. you're going to cut it up yeah. okay shit but like the stories yeah the stories are good yeah Stories are good. No. But. So do you, are you interested in maybe going to like a, a bagger racing league? 
uh, race with me this no, year? I don't want to have my motorcycle. No, 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 no. Just me and you go and watch them. Ride there, watch the races, come no, home. Possible. I saw you. Thanks for the information on the one up there in northern. Uh, oh yeah. In the region. Yep. Yeah. And there's yeah. one up. There's one in. Uh, there's one in Milwaukee. You had to race that stuff to get up to the professional level. Did you know that? You have to start out to the national. Uh, what? There's Milwaukee. Bill, there's a bagger racing league hosts a uh, a race this year in Milwaukee. Okay. Yeah, that's five hours. Yeah, we rode up there before. Yeah. It's right up there. I'll, I'll be glad to do that. You know, the wife is kicking in on this fucking baseball stuff with my grandson. That's killing. That's going to put a booger in me. No, so, absolutely. Yeah, I got, um, uh, I was I was thinking maybe we could we could go up there one weekend and then maybe, maybe a swing over. And, I did uh, that. Gosh, <laughs> Trying to find this here. I don't know why it's not picking up. Where am I? I just hope I wasn't embarrassing to anybody. No. <laughs> this is has no. this has well our being our first half second whatever episode. I mean it was it's funny. I love it. It's just we are all in this together. Did you learn something about me, motherfucker? I did. Huh? Did you learn something about me? Huh? Okay. Why didn't you ask? I know you too well. I appreciate it. So, do you want to ask? Yes for me, you better. Never mind. Uh, never mind. I didn't say that. <laughs> so, anyways, we're going to... I don't want to pee. <laughs> that's a that's a good stopping point right there all right so that concludes our uh, podcast for today uh hope you guys enjoyed this little 420 special that we recorded today uh not necessarily episode two but uh let's also remember about stinger trailers and singer trailers stinger trailers yeah absolutely right for Maybe, comfort uh, oh did you, that? did you mention that drink the drink yeah you want to or not no, no. I just, I just promised Ty that I would shout him out. Okay, okay. Yeah. And you're doing good, man. We're doing good. Yeah. You like it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna try to get white claw on board. Yeah. Are you going to invite me back, or I'm done? I'm done for it. Yeah, we're gonna get all the money off you, you and we'll you, probably you, won't you, even. You, you won't even. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> so, anyways, well, uh, thank you for listening to Two Wheels One Way. Uh, no. Two, as you learned today, two different ways to ride a motorcycle, whether it's Harley or Honda. But at the end of the, at the, end of the day, there's only one way, and that's just getting on the bike and fucking ride. So, oh, yeah, Flash. We appreciate you, Flash. We appreciate everyone listening today. Hope you all enjoyed the 420 season. I know sure as hell we did. I'm going to make sure I send this to Sharon. Thanks Sharon. for the invite, yeah. fellas. Appreciate it. Yeah. I hope I wasn't too boring to people. <laughs> no, you're good. You did good. Oh no! Uh, right, get that so. thing on your hand looked at though. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm worried yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. that, that uh, fingernail. That's a fingernail on his wrist. Almost by his knuckle. All right. Thank you, sir. That concludes today's show. <laughs> Thank you guys again for listening. Like always, two wheels, one way.